welcome to IOM3 Investigates, the podcast series of the Institute of Materials, Minerals and Mining. We are one of the UK's major science and engineering institutions and our activities are focused on the promotion and development of all aspects of the materials cycle. These include the science, design, engineering and technology of materials, minerals and mining and their practical applications. We facilitate qualifications, professional recognition and development, share knowledge and provide networking services to a global membership and wider community. We hope you enjoy our podcast series. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of IOM3 Investigates. I'm Fiona Robinson, Senior Research Fellow in Electrical Machine Design at the University of South Wales and Vice Chair of the IOM3 Women in Materials, Minerals and Mining, also known as WIM3 Committee. I am delighted to host this podcast series focused on speaking with women in various backgrounds and industries, from engineering and materials to minerals and mining, to chat a bit about their careers and how they got to where they are now, be it by education, industry or other routes. I'm joined now by Dr. Amy Goodall, who is a process technology specialist at Tata Steel UK. Her work concentrates on the Zodiac hop dip galvanising line in Llamwern, South Wales, and she's been in her current role for almost three years. Amy earned her PhD at the University of Birmingham at the end of 2019, with her work focused on the heat treatment and microstructural development of a HSLA steel. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, she graduated over Zoom in July 2020. Before studying for her PhD in metallurgy, Amy achieved an undergraduate degree in forensic science from De Montfort University in Leicester. Amy is an active participant in IOM3 activities and currently is the vice chair of the IOM3 Student and Early Careers Committee. Over the last year, Amy spent part of her time on furlough and she spent a significant amount of that time gardening, reading and, as she said, watching way too much TV. Welcome, Amy. Could you tell me a little bit about your educational background and how you were first introduced to the possibility of a career in materials? Yeah, so I originally wanted to study biology or geography at university. Uh, They were the courses that I'd applied for. But when it came to doing my A-levels, I didn't get the grades and went on to study forensic science at DeMondford University. I got, got into the course through clearing. And then in my second year, we had a module called materials identification. And the lecturer introduced it by saying, how bonkers is it that you can study metallurgy as a course? And I was like, wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, Yeah, so that was when I first time I'd heard that you could even study anything material science based. And I was partway through a degree, about 19, 20 years old. So... And I also think I should add that I grew up in Corby. Corby's a steel town in the Midlands, steel works around me, and and I still didn't know that you could study metallurgy or material science. So you had a lucky, lucky break. Yeah, I was lucky that I heard about it. And then I was like, okay, this this is what I want to do. It's it's funny because I, I, I... My father worked in the steel industry and when I was young, I lived next door to two metallurgists. So I actually knew what it was. And as someone who wanted to do an applied science type degree, it was ideal for me. So I I was lucky (laughs) as well. 
that you'd heard of it. Yeah. yeah. But but that's that sounds re- a really lucky break in your first degree. Yeah, and no, I'm really glad that I did my first degree in forensic science. It's lots of skills I learned from it, but yeah, glad to go on into metallurgy in the steel industry. And then your degree led on to your PhD. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after I learned about you could study material science, I rang the steelworks on one Easter, did ask them, can I do a work placement? So I did that one summer. And then, yeah, I did the work placement and my third year in my undergraduate project I studied the metals in gunshot residue using scanning electron microscopy and then went on to do a PhD where I used the scanning electron microscopy the SEM and looked at microstructures so yeah that was kind of how I got into metallurgy. Excellent so can you describe your current role and any previous jobs you've had in the meantime? So I'm currently a process technology specialist at the Zodiac Galvanising Line in Clamwern, which is in South Wales. So I mainly focus on mechanical property work streams, the aim of kind of consistency, not having to rework material. So that, that's mostly what I do. Yeah. And then before that, as I said, I did PhD where I looked at steel plates, high strength, low alloy steel, and saw the microstructural development of that after, after heat treatment. So yeah, so I went from my undergraduate degree straight into a PhD, did some work placements in the summers, and then I've been in my current role for about three years now. So you, you get to do a lot of problem solving and things like that yeah. in the job. Yeah, so it kind of brings the metallurgy side of things and the kind of detective work from the forensic science. Yeah, that's really, that's really good because the, you know, the sort of forensic training you had has come in useful for problem solving as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So what do you consider to be your most significant achievement so far and why? I think getting my PhD kind of proved to me that I can, I can change fields slightly. So as I said, I've been here about in my current role for about three years, <laughs> but I only graduated from my PhD officially last year in 2020. So during that time, I, I still had a lot of writing up to do. I'd done all my experimental work from a PhD, but I had the writing to do. And that's the bit I really struggle with. So that was hard. Starting a new job at the same time, new area, different people, um, like physically a new area. Uh, so having that in the day and then going home and writing, it was really mentally challenging. So yeah, yeah. the fact that I got through that, I graduated I'm now Dr Goodall yeah I'm pretty proud of that but I'm still quite early in my career so hopefully if we like speak again in a few years I'll have a new achievement for you. It's a a tremendous amount of hard work and resilience to get through the end of your PhD thesis especially when you're working. Yeah definitely definitely. And even finding the time to communicate with your supervisor Mm. is you know challenging so what you know it's a big achievement to finish your phd and graduate while you're working mm-hmm. thank you what's been your biggest obstacle or challenge that you faced so far and how did you overcome it so i think we've all had challenges in 2020 that's the very obvious answer yeah. um but before that it would have to be doing the PhD while mm. while working. 
and I did like I did get to the end of it I, I guess the overcoming of it would be graduating yeah I think the fact it ties in with this big achievement but yeah. also a big obstacle yeah. as well so and you made you made it through the challenges of lockdown and carrying on working as well yeah yeah so um I I like finished with my PhD all the work had it printed out December 2019 and then yeah 2020 was like wow I'm gonna have so much more free time and little did I know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I was um also furloughed during Covid which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to but yeah quite really really lucky that still had a position back to work now working from home yeah going in when when I need to so yeah yeah so that but that was not you know an expected challenge to mm-hmm. have lockdown and furlough and yeah. all of that but you you've got through to the other side yeah That's been good. very fortunate so what are your future career plans and professional ambitions Honestly, I I don't know. I I'm enjoying my job. I enjoy the technical detail and managing of the project. I enjoy being in the steel industry. So these are the things that I know I want to keep too. Yeah. Right now, I'm aiming, I'm aiming for chartership. Uh, so I've started going through that process and. I think that kind of links back to being a university student for so long yeah. and wanting certificates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that yeah, that's kind of the next thing. But also, I'm in I'm involved with the IOM3 Student and Early Careers Committee, so I'm the vice chair, and that next year I should become the chair, and that that will be a new challenge, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I think that's good. You know, it's good to have a variety of things. So the mixture of your work and the work with the IOM3. Mm-hmm. And I think if you getting getting your chartership when you've still got the memory of being disciplined to finish your thesis, I think that's definitely a good idea. Yeah. You know, while it's st- still, you know, the sort of how you worked in your own time to do it is still fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. And it's not stressful, whereas I kind of near the end of my PhD was becoming very stressed and mentally drained. Chartership is, yeah, it seems a lot less stressful and it's nice to be writing about myself and being like, okay, I can do it. Oh, I've done this. Kind of thinking about my experiences and yeah, yeah, you you have this. I think that's a good, good ambition to have. Is there anything you wish you'd known or done differently when you started your career that you'd recommend someone else thinking of going into materials so knowing about material science if you want to study it I think it's I think it's really important that people kind of know what's out there and it's visible for people they don't have to go searching and randomly find out in the second year of of their degree but I I wouldn't have done anything differently because well I don't know where I'd be otherwise but it looks as it sounds as though the you know the forensic science degree was very interesting and and you picked up skills that are still very useful in your current role yeah definitely definitely but it's it's quite interesting about you know publicizing a bit more about materials degrees Mm. you know I think that's maybe something that could be picked up on because uh, you know I think when when people are deciding what to do at university perhaps they need more information just you know just to make just to make an informed choice 
or to know there's more subjects than maths, biology, chemistry. But other things I'd say are to kind of take the opportunities that you find, but enjoy them as well. Might be stressful at the time, but enjoy it, look forward to it. I coming into the steel industry where lots of people have been in their job for the last 20, 30 years. It's quite hard to sometimes feel that you are having a valued input. Mm. So make sure that you feel that, yeah, you are valued. You you are there for a reason. If you have thoughts, someone might not have thought of it yet because they've been in the same environment. And also have a look back at the progress you have made. Kind of celebrate those little milestones instead of worrying about where you want to be because you've got time for that yeah, I think that's really good advice I think when you when you're starting out it's important not to be scared and hide away but to, to just try and come across as confident and get out to speak to people even if they are very experienced because um, you know I think otherwise you get it stuck in a circle where you're almost scared to go out and speak to people and then you start thinking convincing yourself that you don't really know anything, which isn't true. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really good advice. Thanks very much, Amy. Thank you. If you'd like to find out more about the IOM3 Women in Materials, Minerals and Mining Group, please visit the IOM3 website at www.iom3.org or follow us on LinkedIn by searching IOM3 Women in Materials, Minerals and Mining. Please also don't forget to subscribe to hear more from us through Apple, Google Podcasts or Spotify.